Hey guys, what's up? Uh, this is Coach Witt. I'm here with Coach Buffy. Hey guys. Hey, we are in uh, our podcasting studio, aka our office here at the gym, uh, Live Active Charlotte. It is Thursday, uh, June 16th. It's hot outside, right? Crazy, crazy uh, hot. It's so hot here. I don't know where you guys are listening to this from, but was uh, like 98 degrees yesterday, something like that. They said it felt like 106. Mm -hmm. um, we knew it. We were outside carrying dumbbells and stuff. <laughs> it was it was rough. It's been yeah. a, a rough couple of days here. What's um what's been going on with you? Uh yeah, trying to not sweat too much. Um, like you said, it is really really hot. So of course, me being the nutrition coach, I'm going to say like hydrating. I feel like I've never drank so much water and been so thirsty in my life. I drink so much water a day and I literally cannot drink enough of these. Yeah. It's crazy. I uh, worked kind of all day yesterday, um, had a pretty tough schedule all outside. Our gym is not um, air conditioned, unfortunately. Uh, so I think I probably drank like 12 or 13 of those, um, you know, like mm -hmm. individual water bottles. And I mean, I just drank and drank and drank and I could just never quite yeah. quench the thirst. That's that's how hot it's been here. But anyways, uh, we wanted to kind of come to you guys today to talk about uh, some things that we see when talking to uh, clients, friends. I know friends uh, hit me up all the time. Hey, I have trouble with my food, this or that. Um, we see it with our PT clients, with our nutri uh, nutrition clients here at the gym. Mm -hmm. um, so we just wanted to kind of talk to you guys about some of these things, some of the common mistakes that we see uh, most when people are tracking their food, tracking their intake. They're trying really hard. Uh, but they're just not seeing the results that they want to see, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, like, if you're not losing weight, you're not in that calorie deficit. Or if you're not gaining weight, for that matter, um, you're not in that calorie surplus. Something yep. is something is wrong there. We're missing something. You know, that's just kind of like the nature of the beast. So let's talk about a couple of those mistakes that we see the top, maybe like four or five that we could think of that are uh, the most common. Mm -hmm. um, and the first one, we'll just get right into it. Maybe everybody's uh, least favorite to talk about, but alcohol, where do, where do people go wrong with, with drinking? So many places. <laughs> first off, they don't track it um, or they track it incorrectly. So uh, everything that goes in your mouth, we always say should be tracked. So, you know, even down to like um, vitamins, right? You need to track appropriate or um, exactly as um, it is on the bottle and or uh, has a verified check. And that comes to alcohol. That can be really tricky because a lot of times the serving size is a two ounce or a four ounce or a six ounce pour. And if we're not exactly measuring that out, um, especially when you're home, right? It's hot. You want to sit on the back porch and have a glass of wine after dinner. I, I'm just saying <laughs> you got to get out the glass. You got to measure that pour. Otherwise, it's a double pour sure. and you don't realize till you track it and actually measure it. And when I poured it, 
you know, I would just eyeball it. And I'm telling you, I made this mistake 100%. Um, and one of my clients and I were just talking about this the other day. And she was like, you know, you get this pour at home and you pour this glass of Cabernet and then, and you entered in my fitness pile. You're doing your due diligence. And you're like, yeah, I've got the room for it. I'm going to make it work. But you just doubled the pour. Exactly. Like when you measure it back out, you're like, that's an eight ounce pour and then you you know you measure what it actually called for for four ounces and you're like that is I've never in my life poured that into my glass in my own kitchen right I've always poured it higher and I balled it quote yeah. unquote you know I think that's I think that's very common I think there's a trend on like TikTok or one of the things now where people um share how big their wine glass is you know like if you're using one of those huge wine glasses and it's like three quarters of the way full, you're probably drinking like Half three, a bottle. <laughs> three or four of the suggested serving mm-hmm. size, you know, and I, I agree with you. I think people just don't, they don't pay attention to that. And um, it's like, oh, okay, well, I had one glass. Like you said, they look on the side and they're like, oh, that's good. But that one glass might have been, you know, two or three servings. You just drank, um, you know, a couple hundred calories more, more than you thought you did, not to mention you know, alcohol is kind of like empty calories. You're not getting any benefit. I guess you're getting the mental benefit, but you're not getting any <laughs> nutritional benefit and you're just kind of like drinking your calories. So I think that's definitely one, well, one place to... Um, yeah, and it does not help you make better choices. Sure. So sometimes we also, you know, and I, again, fall into this, I have to really track ahead and that can kind of get us into our next segue into our next point. But if I haven't planned for what I'm going to eat, if you start with alcohol or you have alcohol around that meal, you're more likely to go over or make a poor choice afterwards because, you know, it, it gives you a little bit of little bit of a little mental well yeah i can speak for myself you know back in the day i i can't tell you how many times like i had a bunch of drinks we come out of wherever we're at and there's like a taco stand there and like (laughs) yes it's two or three o'clock in the morning we're at the drive-thru at mcdonald's Mm -hmm. we're hitting eating tacos off of this truck and it's like you know you just ate seven eight (laughs) hundred thousand calories something like that on top of the drinks you had and things like that. I think it's just, uh, it kind of lowers, you know, obviously your inhibitions and then you're not mm-hmm. as concerned with with making a good choice. And then, you know, like you're just, you're hungry or at least you feel like um, yep. you're hungry, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, I had written one down next. This is the one that I kind of struggle with uh, the most. And I know a lot of people do as well, which would be grazing, right? Licks, mm-hmm. bites. Mm-hmm. Things like that. You're making, you know, your kids lunch in the morning. You eat half a bag of the chips while you're putting their chips in the bag. I am uh, kind of bad about uh, eating Presley's Cheerios while like mm-hmm. I'm letting her kind of mm-hmm. eat, you know. So uh, those are things that you don't think about. If you stop by the pantry a couple times a day, uh, you have a couple M&Ms or a scoop of peanut butter or something like that. If you're not tracking that, if you're not paying attention to that, it can, adds up. It, it adds up. Mm-hmm. And usually those things that we're grabbing out of um, the fridge or out of the pantry are not fruit, vegetables, you know, <laughs> yeah. things like that. We're grabbing like, oh, well, I'm just going to have this, Four um, crackers. you know, these yeah. couple crackers or this t- uh, toy size candy bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you do that two or three times a day, yep. again, you've just eaten, you know, several hundred to a thousand calories over without that ever even crossing your mind that you were doing that it's almost like mindless right yeah and i um i'm a salty person i like salt 
So versus the sweets, typically um, you like one or the other. I, I noticed like sweets. Yeah, mm-hmm. I <laughs> I noticed right away that I was just doing like a ha- I had like the nuts in my car for the car line, and I was like, man, like just a handful of nuts, like the fats. Like, why am I blowing my fats? Oh, I know. <laughs> Let me just. I mean, <laughs> it, it was crazy. Good. Like double my fat intake for the day, and just one little handful of cashews sitting in car line. It's so easy to do, and then again, it's like so mindless. You just mm-hmm. don't even realize, and then. Again, back to the serving size. If you were to actually eat like a serving size of nuts, peanuts, mm-hmm. cashews, whatever, we're talking like seven or eight nuts is one serving, you know? When's the last time you reached down in the bag and only ate Correct. seven or eight? And Correct. It's like, even, even we struggle with that. I uh, can't remember the exact number, but I just saw a study not too long ago where they found that a majority of people that were registered dietitians or nutritionists, uh, coaches, people that did this for a living, also grossly uh, underestimated the amount of calories mm-hmm. they ate on a daily mm-hmm. basis if they didn't if they didn't track it right yeah um, so that one's tough uh, I, what I try to do and I think we should also say here this is if you have a specific um, goal if you're trying to change your body composition if you're you're healthy you're working out you're feeling good you like how you look then eat eat the nuts you want right correct have that beer or whatever correct. Okay? But the strategy that I like to use if I'm taking it super seriously is if I think I'm hungry, rather than grabbing something uh, that I want to eat, I'll just try to make myself eat an apple or like a banana Uh or something that's like, oh, do I really want that? Like, I'm not that hungry. I'm either bored or I just want something. You're just mindless. Yeah. Because it's in there, right? Sometimes if you don't know it's not in there or you don't buy it, you're obviously not going to eat it. You know? Right. That's where that tracking early, I feel like can really help. A lot of times, if I know I'm going to have a challenging week, I do eat a lot of the same foods. Um, so I'm kind of a, I'm kind of hitting two things here, but eating the same thing over and over again can be super easy. Plus, yes, it's boring, but plus I know like I don't even need to track because I know what I'm, it's like, it's already prepped. It's what I'm going to eat. It's already ready and I have it there. So then I can be pretty on point all week however like if i don't plan ahead especially for those things that are coming up like we're going to have you know breakfast or we're going to have you know dinner somewhere and i don't go ahead and try and find it ahead of time and track it early i'll make a mistake sure yeah and we'll kind of um we're going to talk about maybe some strategies um here at the end and we'll talk about logging early and about ways to kind of keep it simple um without you know kind of Uh, getting confused and just having a tough time. Um, The next thing that I wanted to talk about was actually like my fitness pal. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a ton of them out there now. Chronometer. Mm -hmm. There's a million different uh, apps that you can use to track your calories. Uh, I have a story um, about a friend. She was trying real hard. She thought she was dieting. Uh, She she swore up and down, you know, that she was hitting her macros. And yep. so I was like, okay, well, just friend me on my fitness pal and, yeah. let, and let me look, right? So I go over there and I look and it turns out she had been going to the smoothie place in town. Mm-hmm. Um, she thought she was getting something really healthy. She was doing right. She was logging it. She was putting it in. But when I looked at it, I just knew immediately that like those numbers aren't correct right when you when somebody logs a food in my fitness power one of these other apps that automatically creates the database 
if you are not paying attention to what you select, you might select Smoothie King Smoothie or something like that. But in her case, the entry that she was using was not right and she had been eating like three times the amount of calories in that one shake that she thought yeah. she was. So when you use one of these apps, you have to make sure that you use the verified uh, entries or at the very, very least, like run over the nutrition information and make sure it makes sense. You know, like if you're getting this huge, like 32 ounce smoothie and there was only like 15 grams of carbs in there That's or something wrong. like that, right. or, yeah. you know, like, oh, okay, 150 calories in that, like that just doesn't, that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't pass the test, right? So you have to make sure that if you're using these things, these apps that you're verifying what you're putting in, otherwise you're just kind of shooting yourself um, in the foot. Plus, you know? yeah. And that's a great point. Also look at the serving size because multiple times I've had, you know, my own entries and I look at like Chipotle's whatever bowl and it says two serving sizes. So it's like, if I'm eating the whole thing, I just ate double, double. that. Yeah. So you have to look That's very common with those giant smoothies you need to look at the ounces and then the serving size um, so that you're getting the correct, if you do, go ahead. The, well, yeah. I was gonna say that's also a problem like when you barcode scan yep. some mm -hmm. items in mm -hmm. um, because sometimes you're looking at grams or ounces and then it's logged under something different. Correct. The serving size has changed and you've, you've tried really hard. You've mm -hmm. input what you ate, but you didn't input it in there correctly. So now everything else is you know, kind of off on that. Um, and a great time to listen to your body. Like you said, sure. like if you're like, if you're eating something like that and you're like, Whoa, I feel really full. It was probably two servings. Ex Maybe go back exactly. and check that. Go back math. and double check. If you ate a 32 ounce smoothie yeah. from Smoothie King, there's no way that you only ate like 200 calories Correct. or something like that. That's probably like five or six times that. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, you know, I even had that happen to me at the beginning. I think that's why it's so important to kind of be so meticulous at the beginning. You mm -hmm. don't have to do that always. I saw mm -hmm. somebody posted on our Facebook page the other day, like they've been tracking their food for like six months or close to a year now. And it's just so tedious and it sucks and they make mistakes. And it's like, yes, it, it does. Correct. Um, everybody kind of goes through that. But once mm -hmm. you kind of... Uh, you'll eventually hit a point where you hit your goal or you kind of figure this thing out and then you don't have to do that yep. forever. You know, the idea is that you don't want to be doing this forever, but you kind of have to start here. You got to figure out how to do it right. Uh, so then later on down the road, you can just kind of set it on cruise control and go without it, you know? Then and, yeah. if you have a goal, if you want to lose fat or if you want to build muscle, then maybe you go back to that tracking later on down the road when you have a more specific goal. Yeah. And from my own personal experience, um, it can go both ways. I, a couple, you know, years and years I've been tracking my food. I got into autopilot. I obviously got older, started menopause, so all that super fun stuff. So I had to go back. I'm like, man, this isn't working like it was. So I had to go back to logging, like you're saying, to go, okay, what have I added? What has changed here, right? Well, obviously, a lot of things have changed, but what is it that's changed so that I can kind of reset, readjust, much easier to do after it's kind of like you're in that autopilot scenario. So it isn't forever. I think that's a great point. It is, we can keep it really simple 
and still have a great like maintenance strategy. It's not going to be like we're just, you know, for the rest of your life, you're committing to tracking every sure. single thing. It's just sure. when we're trying to hit those specific goals or have a little reset there um, to get back into it. So Yeah, and that kind of takes me into the next thing that I wanted to talk about, which was keeping it simple. Like I wrote down KISS method over here. If you guys are familiar, keep it simple, stupid. Um, a lot of times people, myself included at the beginning, messed up by trying to do too many things at one time. So mm -hmm. if you go on Pinterest, Instagram, all of the different apps, there's a million different hacks for meal prepping and how to make it not boring and this and that and this and that. If you have too many, if you have too many things going on too much of the time, it's just, it's just too hard to kind of keep up with unless yep. you're just like a total kind of like that type OCD. A personality, yeah. OCD. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have OCD and, and not about prepping my food, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I personally, and we talked about this before we went on the air, try to pick like five or six things. I have like a couple staple yep. um, lunches, yep. a couple staple breakfasts, and I literally eat rotating. that same thing yep. every morning yep. and every day at lunch and then just kind of rotate those back and forth and then at dinner we'll normally change it up to something else but at dinner it's like nine times out of ten like a meat yep. a vegetable and like a potato or rice or something mm -hmm. like that you know so it's easy things to track if you've got a different meal for breakfast every day a different meal for lunch a different meal for dinner you got snacks you got yo you know yogurt this that yeah, you're keeping variety, um, but that's just going to be such a pain in the you're butt gonna to go track. Crazy. You're going to go yeah. crazy. And then eventually after a couple of days, you're going to say, this Screw is not this. for me. Yeah. You know, like this is too tedious. I don't, I don't want to do this. I, I think if you had just a couple staples and then you just kind of rotated back and forth, not to mention with like the apps that we were talking about, you can go back and copy and paste. So like maybe this week I have breakfast one and lunch two. Maybe next week I flip-flop those, and then the week after I go back, I grab all of my days from week one, mm -hmm. I move them now into week three. You know, mm -hmm. I, I did that without having to count anything, mm -hmm. without having to add a new entry or anything like that. The other thing that I do personally that I think helps me keep it simple is you talked about if you have a goal or if you're checking in just to kind of see where you're at or whatever you're doing is not working and you start tracking again. I personally only track the protein and the calories mm -hmm. uh, for a couple of reasons. The the carbs and the fat um, kind of just get broken down into kind of like personal preference. I tend to like a little higher carb and a little uh, lower fat. So that's one. And then 99% of the times, if I'm eating enough protein and the right calories, I eat the right number of carbs and fat. I'm, mm -hmm. If I undereat, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna have enough protein that day. And uh, if I overeat, it ain't gonna be because I ate too much protein, right? Correct. I didn't hit my protein. I overate on the other stuff that wasn't wasn't that great for me. So to keep it more simple and to not stress over that perfect kind of ratio and playing kind of that macro like Tetris where you're eating like two nuts at the end of the day to try to hit that last. I make sure I eat enough protein. I make sure I eat the right number of calories, and then I go from I go from yeah. there. I let the rest kind of um, you know sort itself out on its own. Yeah, I think for females that can be harder. Females uh, struggle more with the carbohydrate. Uh, it does. It is something we have to be aware of, especially as we get older and how our hormones deal with it. But I 
completely agree. Keep it freaking simple. Like, don't worry about like my macro split. Yes, that's important. Like if you have a specific goal, but right in the beginning, like, are you tracking? Are you tracking correctly? Try to eat the same foods. Yeah. Don't get all crazy. I love that you brought that up. Like if you sit there and try to track, you know, 60 different like Pinterest meals, you're quitting. And then we lost it. You're right. Quitting quickly. Are yes. we just logging our beverages, you know, non-alcoholic as well, like the Starbucks coffee, you know, you could drink your day's calorie in, you know, a day's visit, one visit to Starbucks. You, that was a big like eye opener for me. And that changed me to black coffee or just coffee with almond milk because I was blowing calories at, well, at we Starbucks. We didn't even talk about like ketchup, mm -hmm. um, salad dressings. Yes. I don't know if you've ever measured out like a serving yep. of like Thousand Island or something. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's a thousand it's, island. <laughs> it's not enough to, to cover your salad. I'll say that. So um, yeah. I, I think that's another place where people just squirt it down on there. Oh, yeah. it's just ketchup. Nobody mm -hmm. cares. And maybe maybe nobody does care. But like if you have that goal, you got you got to pay attention to that stuff. If it crosses your lips, yeah. you have to write it down. You have to track it some kind of that's way. That's why so, I love planning ahead, prepping ahead. So if you find some, find some meals that you get excited about that you could eat all the time and just replace those lean proteins. Does it fly? Does it swim? Those are great options, right? Replace those proteins. Try to make sure you're getting enough of those proteins. Find some, you know, breakfast that you can rotate through. I, and, and make sure they're tracked accordingly. And then you're just copying and pasting. You're on autopilot then swap them in and out. But that over time, right, it's consistency is going to make the bigger difference than how many different recipes you crammed into. Sure. And, you know, you like how much work you did on Pinterest. Save that time. Yeah. And I, I like uh, logging uh, early, mm -hmm. especially if you know that you're going to be going out to yes. eat or to a yes. birthday party or something like that. If you know it's Wednesday and you know you got like uh, you're going out to like a, a company dinner or something on Friday, look at uh, the website. Yep. Uh, most uh, most restaurants now have all of their nutrition info online. Pick out something that you want to have, log that in already for that day, and then you know, okay, I got to fit my rest of the day around this. So. Uh, along with kind of like, you know, eating uh, your regular meals before and drinking enough water and stuff like already having that log, yep. already knowing what you're going to have. Number one is going to make tracking it easier, yep. but it's also going to kind of reduce that anxiety of when I get to the table, like, oh, my God, what am I what am I going to eat? If you already know what you're going to eat, if you've already put it in there, you can go to your dinner. You can have a good time. You mm -hmm. can relax and you can not have and to log your alcohol. Out. One, I'm getting uh, one glass. I'm getting one glass tonight or I today. I feel like at a restaurant, you're probably more likely to get the serving size, though. Mm -hmm. um, yes. But they're not just going to pour. Right. You're not going to get the same pour that you get at home. You right. Know? But then when they say, like, okay, we're going to get drinks after, it's so much easier to be more accountable. Like, I haven't logged it. I already logged. Like, I know when I'm going to a restaurant, and I obviously I go a lot to restaurants, so I'll be like, okay, I'm going to get two glasses of wine. That's what I get. I get the same one every time. So I know that when I log that in, that's where I'm at. That means I'm getting a little salad. I'm eating that first. And that brought me to another point that you kind of brought up. If it's not on there, try to, try to do your best to get the closest thing. Most of them are on there. 
But just, you know, try to log it individually. Eat a salad first. You know, put the dressing on the side. Things like back to old school, just super simple, non-starchy vegetables, lean protein. That's probably going to be the best option, right? That can be challenging, but at least if it's not, and obviously if it's got, it's verified, you've got that blue check in there in my fitness pal. Um, keep in mind too, those are one servings and almost everything at a restaurant is two to three servings. Sure. So, you know, taking, taking it home, only eating half. Those are great strategies that you can ask for help. A lot of times on my fitness pal, you can ask your friends like, dude, I'm going to this restaurant. What do you suggest? Obviously, if you've got a nutrition coach, those are just some great ways to, to keep you on track. Well, we talked about uh, portions earlier. Uh, if you're out at a restaurant, friend's house, something like that, and you mm -hmm. really don't know what's in the food or you mm -hmm. can't find the info, it's easy enough to just kind of look at your plate. Yep. After you've kind of done it a couple of times, you can guess. Yeah. I think the hardest thing at maybe like a restaurant or something would be like oil yes. or, you know, things like that, that you didn't know. Uh, my favorite TV show is Diners, Drive-Ins, yep. and Dives. Oh my you gosh. would not believe the amount of like sugar, fat. brown sugar, yes, salt. fat, lard uh, yep. that they put in things you wouldn't even know, right? Yep. Like the bread or mm -hmm. the sauce or whatever. So... That's the hard part, but like if we think about kind of like our portion sizes, that pro that protein we want to be like a fist, yep, um, right, or like the palm of our hand, yep, um, the carbs, and then the fat is like what, like our big thumb. So two thumbs two for thumbs. Um, most men, some women one thumb, but two thumbs to three thumb size of our healthy fats. Um, two fistfuls of non-starchy vegetables. We always say start with that first, or half your plate. Just look at your plate. Is half your plate non-starchy vegetables? and then a quarter of your plate protein, lean protein, right? Yep. And yep. in that can and then eat it in that order. Then your your starch or your potato, your carb, your rice is last. That's really a great way to fill up on the vegetables and the fiber, the vitamins and minerals and then the protein and you know, most people aren't getting obese or missing their goal off of spinach salad or something like right. that, right? right? It's typically the carbohydrate, they eat a bunch of it, they eat a bunch of it and then drink a bunch of it, and then they want more carbohydrate. So leaner, you know, not getting enough protein also. So that strategy works, especially simple ways to just look at your plate. So I love the fact that we're like thinking about what does our plate look like and kind of memorizing that. That helps us. Yeah, you know, it takes some getting used to at the beginning, kind of some trial and error. I think it's important to mention that like, we want kind of progress over perfection. So yes. you're not just going to be a star at this uh, overnight, but if you're kind of like in the boat, like where we are, we've done it for several years now, um, you know, you only have to look at your plate a couple of times and you know, okay, that's about six ounces of chicken. I can kind of guess on that. Mm -hmm. That's about a cup of rice. That's a couple cups of like vegetables or whatever, you know? So um, you do get better at it. It does get easier. And then I think the important part is just that you, you try more than anything, you know, like, trying the best you can like your your example where you're out at a restaurant where they don't have they don't have their information on mm -hmm. on like the website guess you can always find something yes kind of close in there uh yep. you know there's a million different things on my fitness pal for like recipes from things you would get at a, yep. at a restaurant you yep. know just pick one that looks like it's close and go with it try not to stress about it 
the the more important thing is that you paid attention to it. Yep. You tracked it. You logged it. You're not going to make or break if you know you ate 200 calories more or you ate 200 calories less than what your phone says you did. Yeah. You know? One so, day. One one, one time. One day. Exactly. Right. You're consistent throughout the week, and I think exactly. that's also what we're saying with my fitness pals: just being consistent over and over and over again. It is like an autopilot, but that also allows you then to go to a birthday party, have a barbecue, enjoy one day or one meal out of the week is not making or breaking any individual. I don't care who you are. If you are consistent 90% of the time, that 10% or even 5% meal is not going to blow it. But what happens is we blow it and then the next day we're like, oh, I feel really bad about what I did. And so we have, right, yeah. yeah, we have maybe a couple more days, it trickles over, and then we've fallen off. Screw it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so just last couple of things here. Uh, check your portion sizes. Keep it simple. Log your food early. I think logging it early is yep. the easiest way yep. to do it. It's a pain in the ass at the beginning, <laughs> but if you do it, it's just so much easier to keep track of it. And then you already know like a day in advance what you're going to have to eat the next day. There's not surprises. You're keeping it simple. Um, and then again, like you said, eating one salad or having one really good workout is not going to make you healthy and fit. Just like uh, eating one piece of pizza or taking a rest day is going to make you not healthy and not fit, right? It's what you do. 80, 90% of the time, day in, day out, the yep. boring stuff, tracking your food, eating the same food, exercising, getting in your steps, getting in your sleep. All of those things are what's going to make the huge difference, not that one day that you did really good or that one day that you did really bad. I love it. Sweet. Uh, where can people find us? They can find us. Uh, we have a website, uh, www.liveactivectlt.com. Uh, Coach Wit, you can email wit at liveactivectlt.com. Myself, Buffy at liveactivectlt.com. I think uh, it's important to get on also some of our social media. We're constantly posting nutrition tips. We're posting fitness stuff. We're um, some great inspirational stories like you mentioned too. So uh, try to get on. We'll link up our social media there as well. So you can see our Instagram and our Facebook um, some free free information there. Can't hurt. Perfect. All right, guys. Try to stay cool. Uh, we'll see you on the next Drink episode. Your water.